Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey, grown-ups! if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion. And for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Okay, grown-ups, I'd like to take a moment to tell you about the Girl Tales sponsor. One of my new favorite children's books was just released. It's called Evelyn Del Rey is Moving Away. It's written by Newbery Award-winning and New York Times best-selling author Meg Medina, and it is beautifully, beautifully illustrated by Sonia Sanchez. This book tells the story of the day Daniela's best friend, her mejor amiga, Evelyn Del Rey, has to move away. 
I could go on and on and on about how much I love this book, but I decided the best way to tell you about the story is to read the story. So I invited my friend Adriana to read the beginning of it for you. Enjoy. Today is not like any other day. Evelyn Del Rey is my mejor amiga, my numero uno best friend. Come play, Daniela, she says, just like she always does, just like today is any other day. So I bundle up and cross the street. A big truck with its mouth wide open is parked at the curb, ready to gobble up Evelyn's mirror with the stickers around the edge, her easel for painting on rainy days, and the sofa that we bounce on to get to the moon. She is waiting for me inside the iron doors. Then we climb the steps two at a time, just like we always do. We sneak past grouchy Mr. Miller's door and wave to Mr. Sue, who's feeding pigeons from the hall window. Senora Flores gives us each a cookie and says, It's the big day when we walk by. <sighs> I wish it were, just like any other day. If you'd like to read the rest of this story, Grown Ups, Evelyn Del Rey is Moving Away is available wherever books are sold. Hey, Tailblazers, I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I want to send a big hello and thank you to Mayel Buna Hayes and her family. Mayel, I am so glad you like Girl Tales. Thank you so much for listening. Grown Ups, Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. To support Girl Tales, head to patreon.com slash girltales to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode. Today, I'm going to share an older episode while we work on making our fairy tales for next season and while many of you are at home. This one is called Elisa and the Swans, and it's by Leah McKenna Garcia. Enjoy. Once upon a time. That is how most stories start, so let us begin there ourselves. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Elisa who had 11 brothers. They lived with their parents, the king and queen of a distant land. Every seventh day, the family would journey together outside the palace walls, through the village, down the east road, following it to the end, where they'd reach the great meadow. Along the edge of the great meadow stood a large rock wall. Beyond the rock wall grew a deep, dark wood, and beyond the deep, dark wood lay the sea, and beyond the sea was the horizon, heading far off towards the rest of the wide, wide world. The royal family never went past the rock wall, for who knew what may lurk within the deep, dark wood? It was on one of these visits to the great meadow that our tale begins. Oh, 
Oh, Robert, it's so nice to spend a day with the children. Yes, Belinda. There is nothing I like more than being together as a family. It's so rare that we can what with all the palace business we have. Yes, the job of a king and queen is never done. So it would seem, my love, so it would seem. It's nice to take a day off from all our kinging and queening, go outside and watch the children play. Yes. Oh, Robert, did you hear that? Yes. Sounds like thunder. Look at the sky over the dark wood. It's turning the most unnatural shade of green. And those clouds rolling in. Great, billowing things. Indeed. Oh, my. We must gather the children and leave here at once, or we'll be soaked through. Children! Children! Time to head back! We're We're ready, ready, Mother. Oh, Charlie and James, our little twins. You're always the first ones to come when we call. Mother, we saw an amber-throated weaver's nest. It was so big. It was held up by the grass. That's nice, boys. I know how much you like birds. Now, where are the others? Here I am, Mother. Me too, Father. And me. I'm here. We made it. I came as soon as I heard you calling. I got here before you. Did not. Did too. Children, children, quiet, please. Good. Are we all here? Yes. 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 We better double check, ought we? Royal family roll call. Ready? Ready. Ready. All right. Let's hear those names. Michael. Peter. Mark. Stephen. Chris. Matthew. Richard. Brian. John. Charlie. And James. But where's your sister? Alisa. Boys, have you seen your sister? Alisa. Oh, she's always running off. Maybe she went to her secret spot. Her secret spot? Where is that? If we knew, it wouldn't be a secret. She says she goes there to get away from us. Maybe to get away from you. Take that back. Boys, boys, now is not the time to argue. Your father is right. We've got to find your sister before it starts to pour. Which sounds like it should be soon. Everyone, let's split up and look for Alisa. Michael, Peter, Mark, Stephen, and Chris, go with your mother. Matthew, Richard, Brian, John, Charlie, and James, you come with me. And remember, if anyone gets separated from the group, where do we meet? At the end of the East Road. Very good. Oh, Robert, what if we can't find her? Don't worry, my love. She can't have gone far. To my secret spot. Alisa! Oh no! Brothers. I can never get away from them. If they find me, they'll force me to show them my spot, and then it won't be a secret. It won't be just mine anymore. Oh, I'll have to share it with them like everything else. Alisa? 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 I know. The grass and wildflowers are so tall here, if I duck down, they won't be able to see me. Alisa? Alisa? 
It worked. They passed right by. I'll have to stay low in case they come back this way. I can crawl on my stomach until I reach the rock wall. Here's the wall. Now, I'll peek my head up very slowly to see what direction I have to crawl. The biggest rock in the wall jutting out so it's almost like a roof. That's my spot. I love sitting under it and pretending it's a house or imagining what could be on the other side in the deep, dark wood. <laughs> Spooky. It should be easy to see if I get up very slowly. There it is. I see the rock. I'm so close. But wait, is that? Oh no. There's someone there. Looks like a woman. Her clothes are strange. Her hair is strange. What is she doing there? That's my spot. She's moving something between her hands. Looks like she's making something. I'll crawl a little closer to see what it is. I'm right in front of her now. She can't see me because of the tall grass, and she can't hear me because I'm not talking, I'm thinking. I love thinking thoughts. My mind is one of the few private places I have. That and the spot. But now someone else is in it. Oh. Hello? What? How could she hear me? I'm being so quiet. Hello? I know someone's there. Don't be afraid. I only came here to rest a while. You should come and sit under the rock in case it starts to rain. Oh. I guess I have to talk to her now that she knows I'm here. I could go back. But I wanted so much to get away from my brothers for just a little while. And I don't want to get rained on. I guess it would be okay to go sit nearby if I'm very careful. Um, hello? Hello there. Were you hiding? Um, yes. Were you hiding from me? Not exactly. Who were you hiding from? Everybody. Oh, that's a lot of people. Well, everybody in the meadow anyway. Those people who just passed through my family. Why would you hide from your family? Because there are a lot of them. How many? I have a mother and a father. All right. And 11 brothers. 11? That is a lot. But why do you hide from them? They're so annoying. They're always talking or yelling or teasing me. And they're loud. I can't think when they're around. I like quiet. And I like to think. And we have to share everything. All our toys, games, our rooms at home, everything. Sometimes I wish they just disappear. Oh dear. Coming here is my only chance to get away from them. This is a very special place for you then, isn't it? Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't know this was your spot. It's very important to have a place where you can be by yourself. Some of the best time you can have is when you're on your own. I know. That's why I like it. Do you mind my sitting here? I can go if you want. No, it's okay. Thank you. What are you holding? You mean this? It's a loom. I use it to weave yarn together. Right now I'm making a blanket. Is it hard? No, but it takes time. 
How do you do it? I take this yarn in my right hand and I bring it around here. Then I take this yarn in my left hand and pull it over and then I switch. I keep going to the end, then I do this and I go back the other way. I have a spare loom. Would you like to try? Really? Yes, please. Open my bag. It should be in there. Oh, I see it. And I see some sticks next to it. Oh, be careful of those. Oh, something stung my hand. Here, press the fabric from the loom onto the part that hurts. Oh, my hand feels better. How did you do that? I didn't. It was the cloth I've woven. Will you hand me my bag? I will get the extra loom for you. Here you go. Oh, but now your hand is all scratched. Yes, it's from these. From those sticks in your bag? They are the stalks of a special stinging nettle. They are very prickly. They sting when you touch them. But once they're made into yarn and woven together, the cloth made from these particular stalks have healing powers. See? Wow! You held the fabric on the loom against your hand and now the scratches are gone. Yes. I bought these nettle stalks from a merchant along the south road. But as you can see, I'm running out and I need more to finish the blanket. These special stingy nettles only grow in one place. So I'm going there. Where do they grow? On an island beyond the sea. Beyond the sea? But to get there, you have to go through the deep, dark wood. I know. Aren't you scared? A little. But sometimes you have to do something a little scary in order to find what you need. Isn't it a little scary to come all the way to the edge of the Great Meadow? I guess so. But if I didn't do it, I couldn't be by myself. You see? Sometimes the need is greater than the fear. Elisa! Where, where are you? Elisa! Oh no! Brothers! There's a storm coming with an ill wind. An ill wind? Yes, a most peculiar kind. Strange things happen during an ill wind. You should get back to your family before it starts to rain. You can come with us. Thank you, but I must keep going. I'm late already. Late? For what? Hello? Elisa? Hello, Elisa. They're getting closer. I'll stand up and see where they are. Oh, they're practically here. Well, at least come with me so I can introduce you. Hey, wait, where'd she go? I just turned my back for a second and she... Lisa, we've been looking for you through the whole meadow. Mother and father say we have to go right away. Because, because there's, there's a storm, storm coming. coming. <gasps> Is this your secret spot? Along the rock wall? Wow. Scary. But really cool. Charlie, James, promise me you won't tell anyone else about this place. Please? Can we come here and play with you sometime? If you say we can, we won't say anything to the others. We, we promise. promise. Ugh. Fine. Fine. Come on. We better meet everyone at the end of the East Road. Elisa? What are you holding? Oh. Um... It's a loom, Charlie. What do you do with it? You weave with it, James. Where did you get it? Um, 
A friend gave it to me. I better put it in my backpack so it's easier to carry. Amber-throated weavers weave, Elisa. That's why they call them that. It's how they make their nests. We saw one right here in the meadow. We're, We're going to mark it in, in our, our bird, bird book. book. What is that? <gasps> An ill wind. There she is. She has Charlie and James with Where her. Where were you? What took you so long? We, we found, found her. Elisa. Where were you? We've been looking all over the meadow. Sorry. It's all right. What's important is that you're safe. It's starting to rain. Quickly, we must get back to the palace. Elisa, you and I are going to have a little talk when we get home. Yes, Mother. All right. Let us be off. washroom and dry off, and then to the playroom before bed. Elisa, please stay here for a moment. Ooh, Elisa's in trouble. She's gonna get I'm it. I'm glad I'm not her. Upstairs, boys, upstairs. Don't be too harsh with her, Belinda. Father, we, we can't, can't reach our bathrooms. Coming, Charlie. Coming, James. Elisa, why do you always run off when we visit the meadow? Why can't you just play with your brothers like other normal sisters? Why do you insist on being so different? I play with them all week, Mother. We didn't know where you were. Do you know how worried I was? I wasn't that far away. Far enough and out of sight. Off at that secret spot of yours, anything could have happened. What if we couldn't find you? I'm sorry. Well, I want to see a change, little miss. During our next visit to the meadow, I want you playing with at least one of your brothers. And I want to be able to see you at all times. Do you understand? Yes. Very good. Now, go on up and get out of those wet clothes. You still have a little time before lights out. I'll check on you and your brothers in a bit. Okay. Hermit crab sister. Leave me alone. Getting lost and making us find her. I wasn't lost. We would have gotten back sooner if it hadn't been for you. Chris's new shoes got ruined from all the mud we had to walk through. They were suede. Yeah. Way to go, Elisa. I'm sorry, okay? How was I supposed to know there was going to be a storm? Want to see our bird book, Elisa? Not right now, James. Let's find the page for the amber-throated weaver. Every time we see a new bird, we log it in our book. We write down when we saw the bird, 
And where we saw the bird? For posterity! I know, twins. We all know. You twins are always doing that. Yeah, why do you like birds so much? They're fascinating creatures, Richard. Here's a whole section on swans. Why would anybody need a whole section on swans? Because there are nine different kinds of swans. This is a picture of the mute swan. The description says the mute swan earned his name by being less noisy than his fellow swan species. Less noisy? What good's a bird like that? I better put my backpack under my bed. I can take the loom out when everyone else is gone. What are you doing, Lisa? Uh, nothing. Doesn't look like nothing. She's hiding her backpack under her bed. Why? Do you have something in there you don't want us to see? It's her loom! What's a loom? It's for weaving. Let me see that. Hey, give that back. Toss it over here, Richard. No, over here, Matthew. Maybe she stole it. Nah, I bet she just found it. I didn't steal it. So, what are you gonna do with it, Lisa? You gonna weave? You gonna make afghans? You gonna open a stall in the village market and sell handmade artisanal wares? Maybe she's gonna weave a nest. Like that bird, Charlie and James saw. The amber-throated weaver. Ha <laughs> Lisa's a bird. A bird weaving a nest. I'm a Lisa. Stop. I'm a weaver. That's a chicken. Whatever. Beep beep beep. Stop beep, it. Beep, 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 You're just a crazy bird girl, Elisa. So what do you say, Elisa? When you finish building your nest, are you gonna? Lay an egg? (laughs) (laughs) Give me back my loom. Hey, Brian, go long. Toss it. (gasps) Oh, no. The The loom. loom. It's totally broken. Why did you drop it? Why didn't you throw it better? Man, you're all thumbs. (laughs) Be quiet. You know what? I wish you were all birds. I wish you were all mute swans. Emphasis on mute. Then you would be silent. Knock, knock. All right, children, off to bed. It's been a long day. Lisa, what's the matter? And what are those broken pieces of wood in your hands? Nothing, Mother. It's nothing. Good night. Good night? Huh. That's odd. This window must have been blown open by a gust of wind. just starting to rise. It's still dark, though. Shadowy, what a strange dream. Wait, what is that at the end of the bed? Charlie? James? Is that you? Uh, Elisa? Help us! Elisa! Help us! Elisa, Look what's happening! Help us, Elisa! Please! Uh, Help us, Elisa! Oh no, you're all turning into 
swans! I have to get mother and father. Brothers, stay here. I'm gonna go get help. Mother! Father! Wake up! Elisa? What is it? Please hurry. The boys, they're... What? They're... Elisa, what is it? What about the boys? They've all turned into swans. Swans? Elisa, this sounds like a dream. No, it's true. Now, Elisa, why don't we get you a glass of milk and then I'll tuck you back into bed. Oh. Oh my goodness. Robert, help! Help! They must have followed me down the hall. Now, now, where did all these birds come from? I demand to know. I told you, they're the boys. Oh, Robert, open the window. Get them out of here. Yes, if I could just get to the window. There we go. No! Don't let them out. Oh, my goodness. Was far too much excitement this early in the morning. This is one of Michael or Peter's ridiculous pranks, I am sure of it. I'll go down the hall and see what they have to say about this. It wasn't the boys. <sighs> what are you saying, Elisa? It wasn't the boys who brought the swans. It was me. You mean to tell me you rounded up all those swans and drove them into our bedchamber at dawn? No. The boys were teasing me last night, and I said... I wished. Oh, the ill wind must have heard me and made it happen. They say strange things happen during an ill wind. (laughs) An ill wind? Oh, sweetie, there's no such thing. I think you were waking up from a bad dream and saw these swans and it confused you. Melinda, quickly, the boys. What? They're not in their bedchamber. They're not? No, and the floor... It's covered in feathers. It's my fault. What do you mean, my love? Do you know something about this? Do you know where your brothers are? Gone. Gone? It came true. What came true? I wished it. I wished that they'd turn into swans and fly away. Weeks passed. The kingdom waited for the return of its princes, but they did not come. A search was organized. Every available knight was sent out hunting, but they were looking for boys, not swans. Eliza grew very melancholy. She fixed the broken loom and would spend hours weaving alone in the playroom. She stopped speaking. Elisa, you're in here again. May I join you? The playroom's so quiet without... It's a nice day out. Would you like to go outside? We could go to the Great Meadow. You always loved going to the Great Meadow. No, I don't really feel like going out there either. 
What are you making? I still don't know where you found that. None of the servants weave. Did you get it in the village? Is it a secret? Is that why you won't tell me? I'd like to know a secret. I'd like to know the secret of why you won't talk anymore. Do you just not feel like it? Are you sad? Are you... Are you angry with me for what happened to your brothers? You're shaking your head no, but why won't you say no? We're going to find them. You'll see. Your father is scouring the land. He sent so many soldiers out looking for them. And how can you miss 11 boys, right? How can you lose... Elisa, if you know something, if you remember anything, anything at all about that night, if they said anything, where they might have gone, or who who might have taken them, you can tell me. You don't have to be afraid. No one will be upset or mad at you, but you must tell us. If you can help us in any way, you must. Can you? Can you help us, Elisa? Well, maybe not today. Maybe another day. If you can. I'm very glad you're still here. I love you very much. You know that? I should see about supper. I'll come get you when it's ready. Will you be here? All right. I'll see you later. I already told her what happened. I tried. But when I said it was my wish that turned the boys into swans, they didn't believe me. They thought it was a dream. Now they think the boys are lost, stolen. But I know. They flew away. If I hadn't made that wish, if I hadn't been so stubborn and just played along, let them tease me. I didn't want to. I didn't like what they were saying. But if I hadn't said what I said, the ill wind wouldn't have heard and made it come true. What if it wasn't the ill wind? What if it was me? What if my voice is dangerous? I can't speak, not ever speak again. Mother's right though, I have to help. It's my fault this happened and I've got to try to fix it. But what can I do? If I could find them, maybe I could figure out a way to turn them human again. But where are they? Where would they have flown to? (gasps) I know, Charlie and James's bird book. I bet there'd be a clue in there as to where the swans might go. Here it is. Albatross, greenfinch, linnet bird, meadowlark. Here we go, swans. Being waterfowl, swans abide near aquatic bodies, ponds, marshes, rivers, lakes, as well as areas that access the sea, such as coastal lagoons, harbors, and salt bays. Swans live near water. We have a moat that's filled with water, but I haven't seen any swans in it. And there aren't any of those places nearby. They must have flown away looking for one of those. There's the sea, past the great meadow. Could they have gone there? There's only one way to know for certain. I've got to go and see for myself. But to get to the sea, I'll have to journey through the deep, dark wood. What if something frightening is hiding in there, just waiting for a little girl to swallow up? What was it that strange woman said? The need must be greater than the fear. 
She's right. The need must be greater than the fear, and it is. I need to see my brothers again and help them if I can. I feel that more than I feel afraid. I'll need provisions. Here's my backpack. I'll bring this bread left over from tea time, a sweater in case it gets cold, my hairbrush, Charlie and James's bird book, and my loom. Using it sometimes helps me forget how sad I feel. Guess that's everything. Maybe I should leave a note for Mother telling her where I've gone. No. If I can't find them, I'm not coming back. Even though she doesn't believe me now, if she and Father ever found out what really happened, they wouldn't want me here anyway. I come back with brothers or not at all. Oh no, the supper gong. I gotta go before Mother comes back up. I'll have to sneak out the side door. Goodbye, playroom. God knows when we shall meet again. Elisa, supper's red. Elisa? Elisa! Oh, where is she? Oh, no, 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 no. Not her, too. Elisa! got all the way through the village, down the east road, and made it to the great meadow without anyone seeing me. I have to stay hidden, though, just in case. I'll crouch down and stay low as I walk through the grass towards the rock wall. I've never been to the meadow on my own before. It's very peaceful, but kind of lonely. Every time we visited, I wanted to get away from my brothers. Now I'm finally really and truly by myself, and... I miss them. Here's the wall. I'll follow it down to my secret spot. I'll rest there for a little bit before I head into the deep, dark wood. There's still a few hours of daylight left, and I've got to find a safe place to spend the night before the sun sets. Just a little further. Here it is. My spot. I guess there's no one left to keep it a secret from. (laughs) Now it's just a place. I'll sit down in the shade of the hanging rock and eat a little. I'll feel a little better after that. (gasps) What was that? Something just landed on the rock right above my head. What if it's a beast from the deep dark wood that came over the wall? (gasps) (gasps) Another one! Oh, where could they be? Look, a shadow moving on the ground. Two shadows! It must be from the beasts. Looks like two lumps leading up to two long, thin lines. Snakes! Beasts with round bodies and and snakes for necks? That's too scary. If I sit very still, directly under the rock, maybe they'll pass by and won't see me. (gasps) They even hiss like snakes. Oh, brothers, I'm sorry. I'm going to be eaten before I've even found you. Wait! I know. I'll throw some of this bread onto the grass. Maybe that'll distract the beasts. What? Oh! They're not beasts! (laughs) They're birds! They're swans! They turned around and are looking right at me. Uh, Swans speaking in unison? It could be Charlie and James. They 
found me in this place the last time we were in the meadow together. Maybe they found me again. No! They're flying away right into the deep dark wood. I gotta follow them. dark wood. Are you lost? Yes, you're lost. Maybe I can help. Are you alone? No? Yes? You're not sure. Is there a reason you're not talking? There is. Did you lose your voice? No. I'm afraid I'm going to have a hard time helping you if we can't communicate. If you didn't lose your voice, is there another reason why you don't want to speak? Yes. What could that be, I wonder? Maybe you could whisper the answer to me? Yes. Okay. Give it a try. Danger. Danger? From what? From who? The ill wind. The ill wind? But there's no ill wind today. We have nothing to fear. We can speak freely, I promise. Now what seems to be the matter? Oh, miss... The day I met you and the ill wind came, I made a wish that my brothers would turn into swans and fly away. And the next morning, at daybreak, that's exactly what they did. But didn't that make you happy? I thought your brothers teased you and annoyed you and you wanted to be on your own to have some peace and quiet. Yes, but not always. Just sometimes. Oh, I see. I came here to try and find them. Swans like water. So I was going to the sea to find out if they were there. But when I stopped at my secret spot, two swans landed nearby, and I was sure they were my brothers, Charlie and James. They flew away, and I followed, but now I've lost them. You know, I passed a lake a little while back. It seemed like the perfect place for swans to go. Maybe your brothers were heading there. Would you like me to show you the way? Oh, yes, please. Very well. We shall go together. I think it's very brave of you to come to the deep dark wood all by yourself to help your brothers. It's my fault this happened in the first place. Sounded to me like it was an accident. You didn't know what the ill wind could do, did you? No. I didn't even know what an ill wind was until you told me about it. So you didn't do it on purpose, which makes it an accident. I guess. If you did know what could have happened, would you have still made that wish? Of course not. But I still would have felt it. They were annoying me, and I wanted them to go away. I still would have been angry with them. It's okay to be angry, especially when people are annoying us. We can't control how we feel. We can only control what we do. You made a mistake, and now you're trying to fix it. That counts for a lot in my book. Thanks. You're welcome. Did you ever make it to the island beyond the sea? I did. And did you finish your blanket? I did. Do you still have that loom I gave you? Yes. I brought it with me, actually. Good. 
I think it may prove useful. Here's the lake. Ah, oh, it's so beautiful. But I don't see any swans. Hmm, perhaps if we called to them or attracted their attention somehow. If only we had something swans would like. A bit of food or something. I know. I have a piece of bread. If I break some pieces and throw them into the lake, the swans might come. It's worth a try. Here, brothers. Here's some bread. Fresh from the ovens today. Look! There's one! And another! <gasps> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven! They're all here! Eleven swans, eleven brothers. Hello, boys. I'm so happy to see you again. This is the most unusual, but perhaps the loveliest family reunion I've ever witnessed. Elisa, I've been thinking. I may know the way to turn your brothers back into humans. Really? Tell me. Remember the stinging nettles I told you about? The special ones you needed to finish your blanket? That's right. I recall a story where a little girl was turned into a pig. Oh, no. It's all right. She had it coming to her. Anyway, they made her a sweater from the yarn of the same stinging nettles, and when they put it on her, she became human again. Wow. Those stinging nettles can do anything. They really are amazing. I think if you did the same thing for your brothers, they would also turn back into humans. But to make those sweaters, don't I need a yarn of the stinging nettles? Yes. You would have to go to the island and pick the nettles, make the yarn, and weave the sweaters yourself. How do you get to the island? You head to the sea and fly straight for a day. And then? You'll be at the island. That's it? That's it. How did you get there? About the same way. Here. On this piece of paper are directions for making the yarn. And I can offer you this. The blanket? Yes. I'm afraid it's been used many times since I saw you last, so its healing power isn't as strong as it used to be. It's still good for smaller stings. And warmth. Thank you. I'll put these in my backpack for safekeeping. Good idea. Oh, the sun is starting to set. I must be on my way. Do you have to leave? Yes, I still have far to go, and I'm quite late already. Are you going to be okay? I think so. I have my brothers now. If we're together, we'll be all right. Good. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. And thanks. Brothers, it's so good to see you again. The woman was right. The sun is setting fast. We should find shelter soon. You're coming to the shore. Then you agree with me. It's time to find a place to sleep tonight. The deep, dark wood is not as scary as I thought it would be. Still, it would be better if we could tuck ourselves away so we can stay safe and dry. The sun is nearly gone. Quick, let's be on our way. What? What is it? I don't understand your honks. What's going on? What's wrong? Oh, oh my goodness. The swans are turning back into brothers. Elisa, you found us. Hello, Elisa. Hello. We missed you. How did you get Who's here? Who's that woman you're with? Do you have any more bread, Elisa? I miss bread. We usually eat eelgrass all day. It tastes good when we're the swans. But when we turn back into boys, it leaves a yucky taste in our mouths. Yucky. Eelgrass. <laughs> wait, wait. How 
is it possible you're already human again? It doesn't happen any time we like. Only at night. Yeah, and in the morning, as soon as the sun rises, we turn back into swans again. That's how we spend the day. Yeah, flying and swimming. It hasn't been that bad. Except for the eelgrass breath. <laughs> what part of the lake were you feeding at today? Elisa, even though it's been fun being swans... We don't want to be them forever. We want to go home to mother and father. Can you change us back, Elisa? Can you? Can you? Can you, Elisa? Yeah. We're sorry we broke your loom. And we promise to play quieter. And to leave you alone when you ask. What do you say, Elisa? Can we make amends? I'm sorry, boys. I can't change you back. It was the ill wind that heard my wish and made it come true. I'm sorry. I didn't really mean it when I said it, you know? I was angry, but it was an accident. That's okay, Elisa. We know you didn't do it on purpose. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, James. But what are we going to do? We can't stay swans for the rest of our lives. Our arms get tired from all the flapping. I get air sickness. Well, I do have a plan. Do you remember that woman I was talking to? Yes. Yes. Who was she? She looks strange. Well, when I met her, she was weaving this special blanket. But wait, it's very dark now. We should find some shelter. There's a cave on the other side of the lake that we've been sleeping in. If we follow the shoreline, we'll be able to get there easily. Great. When we're inside, I'll tell you everything. Let's, Let's go. go. It's pretty nice for a cave. We'll show you the way, Elisa. outside gathering some berries for you to eat on the way. And for our dinner tonight. They're worried there will only be stinging nettles on the island. I certainly hope that's not the case. Elisa, do you think it'll work? Weaving us sweaters out of the stinging nettles? What if we put them on and nothing happens? What if their power only works on girls turned into pigs? What if we can't find the island? Or what if the sun sets before we get there and we... Fall into the sea. We're scared, Lisa. I know. Twins. I know. I'm scared, too. And it's okay to feel that way. But we can't let that stop us. Wanting to do what I can to help you become human again is a bigger feeling inside me than the one that tells me how scary or hard it might seem. Remember... Our need must be greater than our fear. Elisa, Charlie, James, it's almost on. Time to go. Okay. Elisa, we laid out the blanket the woman gave you. If you sit in the middle, Peter, Stephen, Mark, and I will hold the corners in our beaks so we can carry you. Are you ready? As I'll ever be. Good, because once we get out over the sea, there's no turning back. Don't worry, Michael. Our need is greater than our fear. All right, let's go. It's just turning to daybreak. Okay, brothers, I'm on the blanket, ready to go. Michael, Peter, Stephen, and Mark, should we count to three? All right, one, two, 
Oh, wow. We're going so high. We're going so fast. We're going right into that tree. Turn. Michael, Peter, turn. Whew. Boys, that was a close one. I think Stephen and Mark should steer on the way back. Wow. You can see everything from up here. Look. There's the end of the deep, dark wood. That's where the beach starts. And past that is the sea. The water's so blue. The woman said all we had to do was fly straight. How hard can that be? Whoa! Whoa! What is that pushing us to the right? Oh, it's an air current. We'll have to ride it out for a little and then redirect. Got it, boys? Okay, we're out of that. Whew! Michael, Peter. Veer left a little so we can straighten out our course. I'll keep an eye on the sun to keep track of time. We have to fly the whole day and make sure we land before nightfall. We've been flying for hours, but still no island in sight. The boys are getting tired. We have to land soon before the sun sets. It's already starting to go down. What is it, Richard? Huh? What is that? There's something straight ahead, just sitting on the edge of the horizon. Is that what you see, Richard? Oh, boys! That's it! Richard spotted the island. Does everybody see it? Then let's go, head towards that speck. We've got to hurry. There isn't much daylight left. we got to land on that island before dark. Oh, we're still so far off. Keep going. Keep flying. We're nearly there, but the sun is almost gone. Ah, oh, we're, we're just over it. Now we just have to get to the ground before the sun is totally... <gasps> oh, no! Rough landing. <gasps> we did it! Ow! You all right, Chris? I've been stung. Like what? When I landed, my arm hit that bush and it scratched me. Chris, where was that bush? Right over there. Here, use Elisa's healing blanket. Why does everything happen to me? Chris, do you realize what you've done? You found the stinging nettle. Yay? This plant is what we need to make the yarn to weave the sweaters. Now that I know where it is, I can start first thing tomorrow. That's great, Elisa. Hey, everyone, I found a cave. We could take shelter in there and have our supper. I've got to get started. The sooner I begin, the sooner I'll be done, and we can leave this island and go home. Here's the piece of paper the woman gave me with the yarn directions on it. Let's see. All I have to do is break the stalks off the nettle, pull off the leaves, soak them in water, dry them out, split open the stalks, scrape down the center, brush out the fibers, twist the fibers into yarn, then weave the yarn into 11 swan-sized sweaters. That's not too difficult. I'll just start by pulling one here. Ow! These nettles are very stingy. My need is greater than my fear. Or pain. Ow! 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 This is going to be hard. But if this is what I have to do to save my brothers, I'm going to do it.
Look, we made dinner. Matthew found a tide pool when he was flying today, and we went back after nightfall and caught some fish. It was easy. Would you like spit roasted or sashimi? Elisa, your hands! They're all swollen! Quick, John, get the blanket. Here it is. Here, Elisa, wrap your hands in this. <clears throat> How's that? <sighs> it does feel a little better. The swelling's going down. I picked so many stocks today. And I still have so many more to go. We're going to need a lot of yarn for all those sweaters. It's a good thing that swan-sized sweaters are smaller than people-sized sweaters. That's true, Charlie. Elisa, is this something we can do to help? I don't think so, John. You need hands to pick stocks. But you boys only have hands at night when it's too dark to gather the nettles. I have an idea! What is it, James? We might be able to pick stocks during the day without hands. Do you still have Charlie and Mike's bird book in your backpack? Yes. I was remembering something I read about swans. Let me see. Here it is. Why does the kid still need a reference guide to birds when he spends half his day as one? Shh. Let's hear what he has to say. Swans have what is known as a nail. This nail is made of horny tissue and often forms a hook at the end of its beak. This helps them dig in the mud, grab hold of things, and pry shellfish off of the rocks. Maybe we could use our nails to help clip the stalks off the nettle. It shouldn't hurt us because the nail is so hard. Good thinking, James. Thank you, Charlie. Even if that did work, there's still so much I have to do on my own. We can help with other things. Yeah. If you pick the leaves after we pick the stalks, we can carry them in our beaks and take them to soak. We can put them in one of the tide pools that I found. And then set them in the sun to dry. And drop rocks on them from the sky to break them open. Genius! Good thinking. Good idea. One of you might get hurt. We won't know unless we try. Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! No. Don't you see? It's my fault you're swans. If something else happened to one of you, I'd never forgive myself. This is my mistake, and I have to fix it alone. But you can't do it alone, Elisa. I must, Charlie. But you can't. You couldn't have come here without us. Or without that blanket the strange woman gave you. You needed Charlie and James to find you at your spot to lead you to where we were in the deep dark woods. And you needed that loom to learn how to weave in order to save us. The problem is too big to fix on your own, Elisa. You've had help all along the way. Why stop now? I guess you're right. But what if you use your nail to clip a stock and it does hurt you? Then we'll stop, but we have to try. Yeah, Elisa, let us help. Let us help. We We want want to. to. I guess. I guess it's worth a shot. Yay! Fish is funny. Okay, brothers. Here are the nettles. Now remember, if you hurt yourself when you use your nail, you have to stop. Okay? Okay. Brian, why don't you give it a try? (gasps) You did it! Did it hurt? That's great! Okay, Brian and John can clip the stalks. Mark, you and Stephen can fly the stalks to the tide pools after I pull off the leaves. Ow! 
Even the leaves sting. I wish I had something to cover my hands with. Chris, what are you trying to pull out of my backpack? Oh, my sweater. Maybe I can hold it over my hands while I pick off the leaves. Let me try. Oh, oh, it still stings a little, but it's not as bad as before. Good thinking, Chris. Michael and Peter, you two can gather the rocks to drop on the stalks once they've dried out. But once the stalks are split and I've scraped down the middle, how am I going to brush out the fibers? Oh, I know. I can use my hairbrush. We're all set, brothers. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but we're going to do this. Together. So Eliza and her swan brothers worked hard to make the yarn that would break the spell of the ill wind. The swans clipped the stalks, soaked them in the tide pool, laid them out to dry, and split them open with rocks they dropped from above. Eliza plucked the leaves and brushed the fibers till they were thin and fine, then twisted them into yarn. At night, she would wrap her hands in the blanket till the swelling from the plucking went down, while the brothers cooked supper. In the morning, they would rise and do it all again. When finally there was yarn enough, Eliza began to weave. She wove and wove and wove. There were days she barely looked up from her loom, so determined she was to finish. Elisa? Yes? You look tired. I'm not... You're yawning. And your eyes are drooping. It's very late. You've been working all day. Every day. For weeks. We all have. I'm almost done with this sweater. When I get through this last row, I'll be all finished. There. Now we can go to bed. Before we go to sleep, can we put this sweater with the other ones? Yes. Let's do that. There are so many swan-sized sweaters. There are. Elisa, how many have you made? I... I don't know. We've all been working so hard and I've woven so much I've lost track. Let's count them. Yeah. One, One two, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Plus the one you just finished. That makes eleven. Eleven? Eleven swans, eleven brothers, eleven sweaters! Twins! They're finished! The swan-sized sweaters are finished! Hooray! Brothers! Brothers, wake up! They're done! What's done? The sweaters? You mean it? Does this mean we can finally go home? Yes! Yes! All right, everyone. Let's gather these sweaters in the blanket. I'll ride with them. We'll fly tomorrow to the deep, dark wood, rest for the night, and then continue towards the palace the following day. Brothers, to bed, for we rise at daybreak. Thank <laughs> you.
Belinda, my love, you've come to the meadow again. Yes, Robert. I like to come here and think of the children. The boys yelling and running through the grass. Charlie and James spotting birds. Elisa disappearing to goodness knows where. Her secret spot. Her little haven. She was always so protective of it. Sometimes I pretend that's where they've gone. That they're all there, just out of sight. And soon they'll be done playing and they'll come home again. Oh, Robert. (laughs) Oh, my love. It breaks my own heart as well. And to be here where we were happiest as a family brings me more sorrow than joy. But wait. What's that? What? There, in the sky. It sounds like... It looks like... Swans! Oh, Robert, that night... They're coming this way. And they're carrying something. It's some kind of parcel. What could it be? I don't know, but they're landing right here. Are they speaking to us? I do not know. Uh, hello, swans. I am King Robert, and this is Queen Belinda... Is there something you want with us? Robert, the parcel, it's moving. Mother, father! Elisa! Oh, I've missed you so much. We've missed you so much. Oh, my darling girl! Where have you been? And what do you mean, we? All of us. You and these swans? Do you remember the day my brothers disappeared? How I told you that they had been turned into swans by a wish I made on the ill wind? Yes, but Elisa, we told you that couldn't have happened. Your mother's right. Boys don't turn into swans. It did happen. And I went into the deep dark wood and I found them. We flew to an island a day away and we all worked together to make yarn for these sweaters. And when I put them on the swans, they will turn back into boys. This is all very, very... You saw with your own eyes that these swans carried me in this blanket. Can't you believe then that all the rest is possible? Robert, there are 11 of them. What? There are 11 swans. Maybe, maybe it wasn't a dream. Maybe Elisa is right. Could it be? Here, we'll show you. Okay, brothers, who wants to go first? Charlie and James. Charlie and James? They do look identical, Robert. Just like twins. They're swans, Belinda. They all look alike. Still, it could be... Mother, would you put on one of the sweaters with me? Yes, Elisa. I will. Okay, here goes. I hope this works. Mother! Twins! Oh, my little twins! It's true, then. These swans are our sons. Hand me one of those sweaters, Alisa. We are getting our boys back. It worked! We're free! We'll be boys all the time. We can go home. We can sleep inside again. In our room. In Beds. Our arms won't get tired from all the flying. No more eelgrass breath. And we'll, and we'll be, be with, with our, our family. family. Hooray. 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 And it's thanks to you, Lisa, for coming to find us. 
Well, even though it was an accident, it was still my fault that it happened. But you took it upon yourself to make things right. Even when no one believed you, you did what you had to do in order to bring your brothers back. I'm so proud of you, Elisa. And so grateful. We both are. Well, I didn't do it alone. I had a lot of help. I'm glad we could all do it together. You mean you enjoyed spending time with your brothers? Yeah. I actually did. Yeah. Yeah, we did too. You're pretty cool, Elisa. It was awesome. And don't worry, Elisa. The next time you want to be alone, just let us know. We won't bother you. Just in case there's another ill wind coming this way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's nearly supper time. We should be heading back. Royal family roll call. Ready? Ready. 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 All right, let's hear those names. Michael. Peter. Mark. Steven. Chris. Matthew. Richard. Brian. John. Charlie. And James. And Elisa. Hooray! That was Elisa and the Swans by Leah McKenna Garcia, starring Sophie Hassett, Russell Jordan, Jessica Osber, and Claire Warden. Produced by Chad Shanai, executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham, and original theme music by Amy Geisbers Van Wyk and Eli Denby Wood. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and tell a friend about Girl Tales. And oh, remember, I believe in you. And a princess ain't about the dresses. Gotta remember being a princess